Testing, testing, testing. Blah, 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 blah. Ready, set, go. It's time for the Coach Amy and Coach Liz Show. A podcast for endurance athletes by two athletes, two coaches, and a physical therapist. We are your hosts, Coach Amy and Coach Liz, coming to you from Kansas, Kansas City. And we're back for another podcast. This is post Liz's first ever gravel race. I Tell me how to go. <laughs> Well, I survived, and it was super fun. It was really, really fun. Now, I would like to set the stage because there are probably a lot of people listening, maybe two of you, I don't know, but... (laughs) (laughs) Hard dogs. No, um, (laughs) there may be people listening who did the same race. So the race was Unbound. It's in Emporia, Kansas, um, and there are a lot of different distances. So there's actually a 350-mile distance, which is just insane. People finished at like... 2.15 in the morning or something? I mean, they, I don't, it was like days. I don't even know. (laughs) It's like, you know. Um, Then there was a 200 mile, a 100 mile. I did the 50 mile and then we had a 25 mile. So I was going um, and there were a bunch of like reds and people who kind of were friends with reds who were doing the 25 and the 50 miler. And we all started together and we rode together for the first part of the, you know, I think it was like the first hour or something. And our weather was gorgeous. Like, it was sunny. We were riding in, like, a little pace line. They were so fantastic and safe and thoughtful. Um, And we didn't have any, like, mud pits. There was not big, chunky gravel. I mean, it was like, you know, during COVID, we rode the Katy Trail for, like, it took us three days. We rode the Katy Trail. It was really flat. There was gravel. It was glorious. And that's how our trail was on Unbound. It was great. However, I would like to just address the fact that for the people doing the 100, 200, and 350 miles, it was like nothing like that. They had um, they had five miles where they had to walk their bikes. I saw pictures of this. Through like mud, like a mud stew. Carrying, five carrying miles. their bike. Yes. Up and the hill. That's the one I saw. Mm-hmm. The I mean, right. That's they had insane. hail. Like I got some of the videos from some of the gals out there. Um, with like the wind and the rain and the hail and then some of the aid stations ran out of water. So, you know, which I say because my day was so great and I'm so <laughs> thankful and I, you know, it was really fun. It sounds but like it was a completely different race. It was a completely different race. And I, I don't really know that it would have been like super amazing if I'd had that other weather and mud uh-huh. pits. But, uh, okay, so, <laughs> I mean, I feel like there's, some people, masochists, I guess, who are like, this is the sport, and that's they they love that part of it, the unknown, the crazy, you know, and they have these great horror stories that they talk about, and they survived it. Well, and you know, it's really interesting because we have, um, and again, I don't coach gravel, so I don't want to take any credit for their preparation and be really clear about that, but there are a couple of people who do triathlon on my team who also did the 100-mile gravel race, and they were prepared for that, and that was exactly their response. They trained like, for that. They trained for that. They know how to carry all the equipment to, you know, I mean, one girl was like, you know, she had like three gears for, you know, however many miles, and, you know, they are, that is part of racing gravel, and that is exactly their attitude, and, you know, I don't know if they, they seemed like, you know, they were, they weren't upset, like they were really they right. did great, and they managed all of those parts, which because, is very different than triathlon. Because preparation and training, whether this is for a marathon, an exactly. ultra, um, a triathlon, exactly. is everything. That's true. And, you know, it's, it kind of reminded me of when I did 
Ironman Tulsa a few years ago. And the roads at Ironman Tulsa were like pretty crappy. I mean, there was a lot of really big potholes. There was a lot of like debris on the for, road. For the ride. For, yeah. And, and, you know, you're riding on the road for, for Ironman Tulsa. Mm-hmm. Um, and there, the way that they had set up the course, you know, it was, there was a lot of like pretty steep downhills into like bright, sharp turns. And it was raining on the day of the race. And yeah. so, you know, it was like, you really had to pay attention to what you were doing. And there were a lot of complaints um, about that road. But in my opinion, you know, you are a road rider. You're getting out to do a triathlon. And that's part of it. Like, yes. being prepared. And if you right? didn't, if you decided, I'm not going to train today because the roads are wet. Yeah. And you did that over and over again and never had that experience yeah. and training and what to do. Yeah. And how to handle it. it you're not going to be prepared on race day. You're not. they don't cancel the race because of rain. They don't. So. And, you know, and, and that's where, like, maybe you make a decision. Like, if you are an athlete who is not comfortable with that, then maybe the decision on race day is that you don't, you don't do race. it. Right? Yeah. But, you, but being prepared for that is part of it. And I do think that with gravel, that is, you know, that is part of the preparation is my understanding. It's part of the sport. It's part of the sport. And yeah. I don't know, you know, that that is... My sport. Like, I don't know that I'm, like, ready to, like, build a new bike out on course while it's hailing and there's a tornado siren and I'm in a pit of mud. Like, I might, that may not, I may do these for fun for 25 miles. But yeah, (laughs) it was super impressive what they did, and I'm so proud of them. I mean, it took them, like, four hours longer to do the race than they thought it was going to. And they came in and they were smiling and they'd made it and they were just, you know, they were so tough. And I think they, that's... There's th- there's that in triathlon for different reasons, um, but I just personally feel so incredibly thankful that we had a beautiful day with I had no hardships at all. <laughs> yeah, your 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 experience with the race was like a little daisy. It was. I had a daisy, <laughs> a daisy, daisy of a day, my friends. <laughs> so let's talk for a second about you know it's one thing to be prepared. Yeah, and it's another thing to recognize, despite being prepared, mm-hmm. that your body has is undergoing some warning signs that it is not accepting the day. That's a great So point. let's talk about this because, yeah. you know, there's uh, a handful of people that mm-hmm. had to, to DNF. Or of course. Do, did not finish is what DNF course. means. And they did right by themselves. Absolutely. So, you know, if you've been hit by the rain and then you had to stop um, because of the rain for a while and take shelter yeah. and you start to get, um, you know, the sh- shakes, you know, hyper, hyper, Hypothermia. Uh, hypothermia. Yeah. yeah. Signs of Absolutely. hypothermia. It's it's time to be done. Yeah. You honor that. And I, I know some pe- people who have, who experienced that and did the right thing and, and, and stopped. And, you know, I honestly think that that is often harder for athletes to do. Oh, it is. Right? Because, this, you know, when that happens and you're prepared for a race, it is so hard to no, be like. There's a monkey on your back until the next time you do it. There is. And so, I mean, I just, I have so much respect for people who have have learned how to handle the mental side of the sport where you are able to make a decision and say, this is not worth compromising my body or my health or whatever the reason is. And, you know, to own that story and be like, this is what it is on the day and it has nothing to do. It's not because I wasn't prepared, you know, and anybody who puts themselves out there in an endurance sport has those kind of days. Right. And so it's, you know, professional athletes, everybody, athletes, everybody, you know, that quote, it's a quote that, um, my favorite Brene Brown uses all the time about like, it's the critic in the arena that counts. It's not the people that are on the sidelines. And if you're in the arena, I mean, my gosh, we've all had the days where it's like, you know, the best choice for my body is to discontinue. Yeah. And kudos to, you know, people who have gotten to the point where they can do that. So smart. That's how you're going to have longevity in the sport. It sure is. 
Yeah. We want to hear from you. Share with us your stories of yes. your gravel rides. Um, were there times that you had to bow out DNF? Yeah. And how did you handle that? Yeah. And times that you overcame and it was okay. I mean, I feel like there's lots of there's yeah. lots of wisdom nuggets in those moments of decision. Yeah. Share your wisdom nuggets with us. Yes. Thanks so much for listening. And remember, we, we are, are in this together. together. Until next time.